God, our Father in heaven, we thank you for this day, for this privilege, whereby we can look to you and call on your name, presenting our petitions to you in faith that you will hear and answer us. We give you praise and worship. You are the same yesterday and today and forever. You are our healer, our deliverer, provider, redeemer, our friend for all seasons. Look upon every one of us today as we bow low before you. The sick, the struggling, the suffering, those afflicted with pains, those in physical torment and discomfort in the name of Jesus. We take authority over every form of sickness, every trace of disease or illness that we, uh, that may be confronting us at this time. We break the power of every infirmity now in the name of Jesus and on the grounds of the price he paid for us already on the cross of Calvary. We thank you that these benefits we ask for accrue to us because of the wonderful grace of Jesus that he displayed on Calvary's cross. He so loved us that he was willing to lay down his life on our behalf. Thank you for these benefits. The peace that we are enjoying today has come to us through the torment that he endured. Father, we thank you for all your good and wonderful and gracious gifts to us that we are enjoying at this hour. You, Jesus, bore our griefs, carried our sorrows. You were smitten and afflicted, stricken. You were wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon you, and you endured stripes for our healing. Thank you, Father, for letting your Son go through these things for our freedom and deliverance. We accept total healing in his name. For those, Lord, who are faced with any form of temptation at this hour, temptation or trial, or who are facing any urgent need that must be met, those who need the solution to a problem, O oh Lord, move on their behalf and let the answer appear this very hour in the mighty and miraculous name of Jesus. And for the ones who are contemplating travel, deliver them from fear. Let them know at this hour 
eternal God is their refuge, and underneath are his everlasting arms. Thank you now, in the name of Jesus, for meeting every single need on this line and beyond. In Jesus' name, we ask your blessing. Your blessing on the message. <clears throat> your blessing on these people. Feed us with bread that will satisfy us forevermore. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. In the book of Psalms, chapter 119 and verse 105, we find these words. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. This is no doubt referring to those times in life when we must pass through dark, dismal, and difficult times. We must have a lamp, a light, to show us the way out. It was Job who said in chapter 14 and verse number 1, Man that is born of a woman is a few days and full of trouble. The word of God in us will always do us good when we face difficult, dark, and dismal hours. We know weeping may endure but for a night, but joy comes, surely comes, in the morning, Psalms 30 and verse number 5. The portion of scripture for our meditation today is taken from 2 Kings, the 6th chapter, reading from verse 8 to verse number 16. 2 Kings 6, 8 to 16. Then the king of Syria warred against Israel and took counsel with his servants, saying, In such and such a place shall be my camp. And the man of God sent unto the king of Israel, saying, Beware that thou pass not such a place, for thither the Syrians are come down. And the king of Israel sent to the place which the man of God told him and warned him of and saved himself there not once nor twice. Therefore, the heart of the king of Syria was so troubled for this thing and he called his servants and said unto them, Will you not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of the servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet that is in Israel, he telleth the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedchamber. And he said, 
the numbers were immensely disproportionate to against thousands of horses, chariots, and warring soldiers. The king of Syria sent his troops to fetch the prophet from Dothan to Damascus, a distance of over 100 miles. Operating under the cover of darkness, they secured and surrounded the prophet's house by daybreak. The prophet's servant was the first to notice the dilemma, and he couldn't find a positive way to describe the scenery. But with these depressing words, alas, inasmuch as to say, this is the end. We are done for. The end is now. This is the last of us. How shall we get out of this one? There's no way we could escape out of this. The situation came about when the king of Syria was at war with the king of Israel. There were so many military conflicts between Israel and the surrounding nations through the years. Oh, there was a lot of bloodshed in that land because the enemy doesn't want the promise of God to be fulfilled in the people that God chose from the beginning. On this occasion, however, Israel was on top of the enemy's strategies. They knew where and when the enemy would plan to attack them. This their enemy could not understand. How did Israel know ahead of time so as to take preventive action? In fact, it was so bad that the king of Syria thought there was a traitor in the midst of his planning committee. But one committee member spoke up and said to him that the, it was the prophet Elisha who was privy to the plans made in secret by you. The committee member put it this way in Second Kings 6 and 12. Elisha, the prophet, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedchamber. By the miracle power of God, through Elisha, working through Elisha, the king of Israel was kept ahead of the attacker's game. And God is doing the same for his children today. He's keeping them ahead of the enemy's game every time. He is our refuge, our strength, that very present help in the time of trouble. From Damascus, Syria, to Dothan, Israel, this mighty army of horses, chariots, and military and a multitude of military men in gear descended on the dwelling quarters of a simple man of God 
such a huge outfit to arrest a single civilian. The enemy goes to any length to entrap, to ensnare, and to confuse the child of God. But the Lord delivers his people at all times. He has already made provision for your deliverance and mine. But it is the servant of the prophet who is alarmed and dismayed at the sight and the size of the army that came against them. And he cries out in despair, Alas, my master, how shall we do? How shall we escape from this array of fighting men? We have no spears, no arrows, no weapons of war, and besides, we are but two against this host. Friend, if God is fighting for us, we need no weapons except his word in our mouth and his faith within our hearts. It is still his plan for his people to overcome their enemies by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Speak to this mountain, Jesus said, and say to it, Be thou removed, be rooted up, and be cast into the midst of the sea. And the Master said to us, It shall be done. Our God will see to it. He will fight for us, and we shall hold our peace. Remember, this battle is not ours, but his. Elijah's, Elisha's servant did not grasp this as yet. He thought that he had to fight his own battle. He thought that he had to stand against this massive army by himself. He was under the impression that the battle was their battle, prophet and servant. But no, God contends with those who contend with us, be they man or beast, man or demons, sickness or fear, seen the visible enemy or invisible enemy. The Lord it is who fights for us. Sir, this morning, God is fighting for you in this, your conflict. And he wins all his battles. There is no need to express any form of alarm. The answer of the Lord is clear and plain in verse number 16. The answer that the Lord gives to you is this. Fear not. Over 300 times these two words are written in the Bible to comfort us in the moments when we are trampled on the 
the forces of the enemy, so to speak, when we are tempted and when we are facing, when we are tempted to panic, the words, two words, simple words, fear not. The Lord has not given to us the spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. Fear not. For they that be with us are more than they that be with them, Elisha told that terrified servant. God with you is already a majority. He is the Lord of hosts, hosts of angels, fighting warriors, ancient warriors, experienced warriors, invincible warriors, immortal warriors, and again, invisible. The enemy doesn't know which direction God's defense force is coming from. God is in charge. Don't be afraid. These mighty angels of God are on your side. The record tells us somewhere that the angel of the Lord encampeth round about those that fear him, and he delivereth them. We cannot see these forces at work, but they are at work, and they are working for you and for me. These mighty angels are on your side, and they have been on your side while you were allowing yourself to be tormented with fear while you were afraid and frustrated and panicking. Those angels were there on your side, waiting and watching for the word of faith to come out of your mouth and for you to empower them with that word of faith from your lips. Wake up now, brother, sister. Open your mouth and declare who is fighting your battle? Declare you are not fighting your battle alone by yourself, but the angel of the Lord, the Lord himself, has gone to this, gone to war for you. Declare who are your partners, and the words of your mouth will make you acceptable in the sight of the Lord. Your battle is won. When you declare it, you have the right to declare yourself a winner. The Bible tells us somewhere that in all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us and gave himself for us. Let the high praises of God be in your mouth and the two-edged sword in your hand to execute judgment written. This honor have all the saints. Read it in Psalms 149. Let the high praises of God be in your mouth and the two-edged sword in your hand to execute judgment written. This honor has have all the saints of God. Use the honor Use your voice. Speak the word. Faith comes by hearing.
God says is a literal translation of Romans chapter 10 and verse number 17. Those who are with you, the prophet encouraged his servant. Those who are with you are more than those who are with them. And the Bible tells us the Lord opened the eyes of this servant. I will call him this trembling servant. And when the Lord opened his eyes, he saw the mountainside filled with horses and chariots of fire surrounding himself and Elisha. He didn't see the enemies, horses, and chariots. He saw God's army of horses and chariots of fire. We could read, you could read the rest of the account and see how God delivers his own. He does the same for you and me today. Your obstacle is already overcome by the armies of your God the armies of our God. Speak the word only. The word is near you, how near, even in your mouth. Fear not, for those with us are greater, stronger, wiser, mightier, craftier than those who are with them. In all of these things, the Bible tells us, we are more than conquerors through our Lord Jesus Christ, who loved us and gave himself for us. Our Lord, Jesus Christ, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, he has prevailed, and he will evermore prevail. Bless him, honor him, embrace him, Worship him and commit yourself to him. He has already done the job for you who trust him. Fear not, but the ones with us, the ones fighting for us, the ones whom God has sent on our behalf, they are more than those who are fighting on the side of the devil, those who are fighting on the side of that sickness, those who are fighting on the side of that fear, God is greater, God is mightier, speak the word only, and you shall be healed. Our Father and our God, we are thankful to you today for your word which continues to remain a lamp to our feet and a light to our pathway. There are many today who have thought that they are already defeated, but defeat is not a word known in your camp. In all these things, we are more than conquerors. You have not given to us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So thank you for deliverance. Thank 
looking for victory. Thank you, Lord, that the way has now been made clear. In the name of Jesus, the walls of Jericho have tumbled. The Red Sea has divided. A way has been made in the desert, and the Jordan has opened up so that we could march over into the promised land. We thank you, Father. You are our God, and we believe you.